get right to this. Um, so we was talking about uh, Professor Smalls uh, stating that uh, we was indigenous uh, to North America, and he kind of talks about how um, that's what his family transmitted to him. I'd just like to say this. Uh, most of us have these Native American stories in our family. Matter of fact, you'd be hard-pressed not to find that. Um, so I think the evidence that we were using was the skin color. And let me let you know in science, skin color is the worst identifier of who you are in science. I just have to say that. Now, what is science again? Science is the study of the natural forces in nature, so you don't get no higher than that. Uh, speculation, uh, hope, uh, wanting, wishing, and even mythology, right, uh, is not the exact study of the forces in nature. And so if you really want to understand your environment, right, then you need to study your environment. And the only way I know to study your environment is through the observation of your environment. It's the testing of your environment. And so basically, we all have these stories, right? I also like to mention uh, Runiki, Runoko Rashidi. Uh, you know, he goes around the world and he actually uh, uh, catalogs uh, peoples of color. And I just like to make this point that the majority of human beings on planet Earth are people of color. And But why would that be? Why would that be? Because the majority of planet Earth, right, uh, gets the, uh, the light of raw. Uh, UVA rays, okay? Um, so you have like three zones, and I'll probably get into that later. No, I probably need to get into that. Now you have three zones zone one, zone two, zone three. Zone one is absolutely um, on the equator, and that takes the majority of bombardment of UVA rays. And so people that are located on the equator uh, has to has, have to have darker skin to protect the high levels of UVA rays. UVA rays will kill you. UVA rays attack the folic acid in the blood. What is the folic acid? It's vitamin, okay? And based off of the attacking of the folic acid in the blood, okay, uh, you'll have low birth rates, UO2 disorders, um, uh, spinal bifidus, uh, spermogenesis where, where the sperm is attacked, okay? All these things causing... Uh, the human species not to reproduce like they need to, right? And not allow that next generation to get to the age of reproduction. So why does the trait occur? So skin color is a trait, right? Based off of mutations. Mutations react to the environment. See, that's how powerful nature is, right? We need to understand how powerful this thing is that we're an integral part of, that we are. Power, right? So... Without that protection, right, you would die. You would go extinct. Simple as that. And so, like I said, skin is a trait, right? It's a trait that developed, right, to block out the UVA rays to allow that next generation to get to the age of reproduction. We got to understand why traits occur, right? And like I said, the trait, which is skin color, is the worst thing to look at a person and tell who they are. Why would that be? Well, because the equator is just not located in Africa. Zone one goes around the band of the planet. And I don't know how you could explain it with a flat earth, but, you know, they're out of there with that. 
But you also have, you can go to Mesoamerica, that's on the equator. You can go to portions of Australia, that's also on the equator. So everybody that you find in this band and zone one around the planet are going to have darker skin. Plain and simple, not as dark in Africa because a lot of that is on the equator in zone one. Then you got zone two. This also inhabits people of color, right? That's why the Hebrews get confused, right? Because they're going to have the same complexion as North Africans would, right? Plain and simple, skin color, right? Now, skin color, that band also goes around the North America, right? So you're going to have brown people, people my complexion, right? All right, then you got zone three uh, up in Europe, okay? Uh, uh, these people have lighter skin, a paler skin. Why? Because it's not that, that sun is not, the UVA rays aren't as harsh in the northern portion. So it don't make sense to be jet black brown in Europe. Makes no sense. Well, what about the Esuit people? Quote, unquote, the Eskimos, huh? They don't have pale skin. They live on ice and all that. Well, their diet supplemented vitamin D. They ate heavy uh, 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 amounts of fish which has large amounts of vitamin D. So their skin didn't need to uh, uh, pale out to allow more sun in. Right? Without allowing sun in, you get rickets. Vitamin D deficiency. So those who are brown and darker skins and live in Europe for long times, they start to have vitamin C deficiency. Alright? Starts to break down. The, the living organisms next generation aren't making it as more frequent. So the population starts to die out. And those with pale skin start to flourish more in the colder regions in the regions that don't have a lot of sunlight. So remember, evolution does not occur within a person. Evolution occurs in the population. So over time, the browner population right, would get selected out naturally because it does not give you an advantage, right, in those areas without high UVA rays. So over time, the browner population will start to pale out. More pale skin is selected to survive in that environment. Now, if that same population moves back into Africa over hundreds and thousands of years, right, you'll see the reverse transformation of that. The population will start to brown out again. Right? So, but the indigenous skin color, right, prior to 2500 BCE, before people was heavily migrating around the world, you know what I'm saying, man, they had brown skin, dark skin, uh, brown skin, right, and pale skin. And you could tell where they all came from. Now we got plains, so a pale person uh, uh, up in uh, uh, Alaska, you know what I'm saying, can come on down to Sub-Saharan Africa if you want. Now you got air condition. Now you got all these things that will protect you from the sun. Skin's just not changing like that. So I just wanted to kind of make that point, right? Uh, this work is done by Gina Nabrowski. Look that up. Skin color map. So now back to this. Back to Renika Rashidi, right? Elder, been around the world, must be respected. Right, but we need a type of a conference, right? So I'm challenging the elders, right, to a conference to present their information. Ah, oh, we ain't gonna do that. Come on, man. Y'all already know the Amaral squad and all the families, Dagger squad. Man, y'all know we're very respectful, respect, respectable, and we really appreciate the community. You know what I'm saying? So, but we need to know, right? This is an issue that is the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? How can we love our elders, right? and claim we stay on their shoulders, but are not willing 
to present information that will help further the next generations. We can't stay stuck. So based off of what they had in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 40s, based off what Clyde Winters has in the 70s, right, in the 80s, based off what he had, right, all they had was what they had. They couldn't see over the wall. Now we stand on their shoulders. Now we got more tubes. So remember the human genome was mapped out in 2003. April 14, 2003. Now we got to use uh, uh, these tools in genetics. Now we got to use new technology in dating. Paleontology, archaeology, forensics. Now we have to use... They didn't have that. They, have, they had the good old-fashioned eyeball test. We call it look -a ship. <laughs> But let me get to this article, right? 130,000 year fine. Why? I'm explaining this. So, this one is called, you have two articles. One is called 130,000 year archaeological site in Southern California. Look it up. So, we got to do these. We got to do this. Look it up. Journal of Nature, right? The one I'm reading from right now is uh, Archaeology Unexpected Early Signs of the Americas, right? Alright? Now, we want to go to the work. We don't want to go to blogs. Blogs tend to try to look at articles, or their blogs will write off of blogs, right? If you get, get like the New York Times, stuff like that, you, you'll get editors and people that deal with science, they'll go to the journal and put it in their own words, right? But for me, Okay, I like primary documentation. I like to go to the actual people's work, right, that was on the archaeological dig and see what their findings were. And then I like to write, read articles, right, that actually are critiquing the work. This is what you find in the journals. This is what you find in these uh, archaeological circles. So the original article was uh, a 130,000-year-old archaeological site in Southern California, USA. Stephen R. Hollins, Thomas A. I'm not going to read all the names on the paper, but when you're reading journals, the first person's name of that is the person that is in charge of that particular dig, right? Now we're going to read uh, a paper in Nature, okay, uh, by uh, Erla Hovers, okay? It says... Humans are thought to have reached the Americas less than 15,000 years ago. But evidence of stone tools, tool, stone tool use on an animal carcass excavated in California points to a much earlier arrival of humans, uh, relative, relatives from the genus Homo. Okay? So wait a minute. What is meant by humans? Right? When scientists use the word humans you got to continue to read down and know what they're saying because yes we are humans but homo erectus is a human homo gastar is a human homo forensis is a human homo hepatogensis is a human homo naladi is a human homo neanderthal are humans and based off of how close they are to our particular species right we can make if it's like between 200 maybe 2 million years you know what I mean? Close, right? They can mate. When those borders cross, they mate. They did a study on baboons. They found the same thing in other primates. When, 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 when boundaries cross, right? They mate. No more different than when different human populations boundaries cross. They mate. Easy. So, but when scientists use the word human, you got to read further, right, to figure out what are they talking about. 
Don't just see the word human say, ha ha. Well, that is the mistakes that some of the elders have made. They, 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 they look at the blog. Right? The blogger doesn't necessarily understand the information. He takes the word human. I've seen him do it on Sports Center. This particular article, right, they talked about Sports Center. Man, humans in America, 130,000 years. Man, they're not qualified to talk about that issue. They took the word human and ran with it. Unscientific. So this particular paper is talking about humans. Now the question is, have they identified what humans? You have more than one human species residing on planet Earth at one time. That's the facts. You also have archaic humans. We aren't even archaic humans like A double zero. You know what I'm saying? But we carry some of those markers, some of us. Right? So watch this. So it gets on to say relatives from the genius homo. So we're talking about the genius homo family. So they're saying that some one of one of the genius homos, right? was in the Americas. Now, they didn't find any bones at 130,000. They found the mastodon, right, and was butchered, so they think, right, and they found certain tools. Let me keep going on. Get right to it real fast so we can just show the difference. So our elders, right, not expecting to know everything. That's why we're here. And this is out of total respect, right? And then y'all can't handcuff me. I didn't sign up to get handcuffed. I didn't sign up to have a bunch of elders that just handcuffed me and I can't say what I want to say. As long as I'm respectful, as long as I'm presenting my sources right, I signed up to be able to move the community forward the same way they signed up to move the community forward. Where would we be without the scholars in our community? Where would we be without Professor James Smalls? You don't got a brother unk talking like this. You know what I'm saying? I was mesmerized listening to his classes. What about John Henry Clark? What about Dr. Ben? Where would I be at? What about uh, Dr. Claude Winters? Let me give him his proper title, Dr. Claude Winters. Where would I be? He's one of the first doctors that came on my program. I appreciate him, and I will always give him the utmost respect, whether I agree with his findings or not. It's an intellectual gunfight. We're at the OK Corral, and we banging. But we're going to bang respectfully, and we're going to bang with books, knowledge, information. We're not going to go in and cuss out our elders. How much work has Dr. Clyde Winters put in, right, for the black family? Most of y'all banging ain't even wrote no daggone books. Y'all don't even understand the argument. I'm going to uh, Dr. Clyde Winters' books. He uses sources from the journal of nature. All right? All of the elders was right when they said that the first Americans was in pale skin. They was right. We can't take that from them. It's a fact. And they said they not only had browner skin, right, that they didn't look like they didn't look like the Native Americans look. They was right. So, you know what I'm saying? We're not taking away the things they said that was right. But now, based off, that's, that's why science is so important. Because the thing keep going. Now that more available information has come out, right, now we can get, we can start to triangulate and get right to the points. So we use DNA and stuff like that. Oh, um, DNA's white man's DNA. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If not for DNA, DNA actually verified and proved, right, that the first human species to walk upright was Africans in Africa, that the oldest such that we come from the oldest branch of humanity, DNA proved that. That the African Americans are descended from those populations, right, that first originated in Africa. It's a two-edged sword. 
You can't have it one way, not the other way. So if you throw away DNA, then you throw away the fact that you start out in Africa. Or evolution, that monkey shit. Evolution not no monkey shit. Evolution proves and verifies that African people transformed their environment as they trans traversed around the planet. So when we made the argument that we're all fundamentally African, y'all all got crazy. You can't have it both ways. Either the population in the Americas extend from an African population or they don't. If you say they don't, then all right, then prove how they don't. And then you can't say they're African, you can't say they nothing. Let me keep reading here. Bunch of foolery. So I don't want no elders getting upset at me, right? Y'all got to know that this is what we do. So I'm, I'm thinking we need to have a conference where we present the information so that, so that the community, right, one, can meet the damn elders, for real, uh, uh, bridge that gap, right? Uh, you know, integration gap, generate no, generation gap, integration trap. Once we got integrated, man, we got trapped and not even understand who our elders was. So we need to have a conference to talk about this. Very, very important. And then we need elders to understand, like, you know, I'm 51, right? Getting older, there's going to be another generation. There's going to be more tools at their dispersal and things that I had might have been wrong. Foundations are strong. A lot of information is right. But based off of more information, you get a better understanding of the picture. So we always got to be open-minded in this thing here. So we use evolution and DNA and paleontology, archaeology, because it absolutely proves that one, the Africans started the first civilizations, that the Africans are the first with cognitive thinking skills at 160,000 years. We were the first shellfish eaters. We were the first hunters. We were the first farmers, amongst some of the first farmers. Farming ain't even as important as y'all think it is. Yeah, farming represents failure, meaning crops aren't growing naturally anymore. But we still can use DNA on the plants to tell where that original plant came from that was farming in Asia. Ethiopian brands of rice and wheat and barley, right, end up in Asia, transported by Africans to Asia, and then you get farming. So we're going to use those tools. Yeah, I got y'all with that. Let me get right here real quick. It says seven hominid species. No, several hominid species. Hominid, look it up. H-O-M-I-N-I-N. Hominids. Right? When I say look up words, look up words. Don't get in the comic section talking crazy and you're not looking at the words I'm asking you. This is a class. Several hominid species roamed Eurasia 130,000 years ago. Although different species had not necessarily developed similar technological behaviors. It says possible hominid candidates. They're talking about the possible hominid candidates, right? For the authors of the, this is Sir. The C-E-R-U-T-T-I, that's a Kertuti Mastodon site, that's the one in California now, right? Our late populations of Homo erectus, Neanderthals, and the elusive Denisovan. Let me read this again. It said possible hominid candidates, right? So I'm going to name the hominids, right? For the authors of the Sir Tutti Macedon site, the Macedons are those elephants, woolly mammoths, right, site, are late populations of Homo erectus, Neanderthals, and the elusive Denisovans, Denisovans known through genetic analysis, right, of only a bone and some teeth. It says genetic analysis of present-day 
Amazonian Native Americans, link them to indigenous Asians and Australian population, which are linked in turn to the Denisovans. Huh. Such traits are weak and absent in modern indigenous North and Central uh, American populations and in North Americans from the late Pleistocene, which might indicate a diverse set of founding populations of the Americas. They say this could support the least of one, at least one early before 14,000 years ago entry into the Americas, but the exact timing remains a open question. Holland and colleagues do not report skeleton or DNA evidence that could reveal the identity of the hominids whose presence is inferred at the site. Now, so you got Homo Denisovan, right? Uh, Homo erectus, so Homo Denisovan is really Homo erectus outside of Africa, right? You got Homo Neanderthal, right? So these early paleo, paleo Americans, right, would have had traces of Denisovan in them. Or Neanderthal in them. See? Now, the, 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 the modern Native Americans that we find now, they don't have those traces in them. Because they came along late. Remember the first migration that came out of Africa, ran into these archaic human forms, right? And made it with them. I got y'all. That's a checkmate moment right there. I'm going to say this real slow, right? That the, that, that the, the later uh, uh, Native Americans that came in, they don't have these traits or a little bit of those traits of archaic humans in them, right? But those early forms of those Paleo-Americans, right, they do have those traits in that. Oh, man, here we go again, all right? We know that, 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 that the Africans that did leave Africa that would later on become part of the transcontinental kidnapping trade. We don't have Neanderthal in our blood. We only get Neanderthal and Denisovan in our blood after we link back up and mix with Europeans. That's a checkmate moment right there. I'm going to let y'all unravel that. Let me finish reading here. It say Holland, right? It's the author. Baby. It says, do not consider the, inso the, mm, the insular homo florensis as a possible early colonizer of the Americas, and most evidence indicate that modern Homo sapiens, this is important, had not yet dispersed out of Africa 130,000 years ago. So watch this. How can Homo sapiens sapien be in the Americas at 130,000 years when they had not yet left Africa? I'm gonna say this real slow, right? Let's pay attention, right? Classes in session. How can uh, Homo sapiens sapiens, which is the branch of humanity we're a part of. Our species, look it up. Google Homo sapiens sapiens. How can they be in Americas, right, at 130,000 years or 133,000 years, which that article talked about, right, if they hadn't left Africa yet? They know when early humans dispersed from Africa, around 130,000 years. It takes about another 100,000 years to walk to Americas. I know y'all think that the early Africans had some kind of beacon melanin system that they could hold their arms out, and as they push their arms out, the bushes start to part. You know, like the Red Sea we got in the mind, uh, the fauna, the plant life start to part. Trails automatically start to pop up as they walk. You know, like the penile gland pointed through the forest. And move stuff out the way so they could constantly walk. You know what I'm saying? That walk would take them about two, three years. Yeah, I know y'all think that happened. But that's not how it happened. 
human populations migrate. They sit for two, th 20,000 years, right? The food, they follow, they follow their food sources, right? So you got the herbivores, you know what I'm saying? We eat herbivores because we omnivores. The herbivores follow the herbs and the plants, and when they move, you know what I'm saying? Then the carnivores follow the herbivores because the carnivores is eating herbivores, and the omnivores is following the carnivores, right? You know what I'm saying? Because they eat that. You know what I mean? Which is us, we're omnivores, we're following everything, we're eating everything, we eat plants, bugs, uh, uh, fish, bird, everything. We eating everything, so we following everything. So like, watch this, so when the plant life changes, those who eat the plants, the herbivores eat plants, they leave out the areas. Now the carnivores, they eat the herbivores, move out the areas. Now the omnivores, they eat the carnivores. And the herbivores move out the area. These takes hundreds of thousands and thousands of years to move to different areas. I know y'all think they had planes, buses, and trains, but no, 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 no. I stop that, man. Take y'all time, man. Take y'all time. Class move fast around here, man. Now you might not like what I'm saying, but we getting it in right now. We getting it in. Hey, man, shout out to Abju Wear, man. Y'all know them flops came in. The female version. The fluffy flops with the map of Africa on the RBG. Man, get that at abjuwear.com. A-B-D-J-U-W-E-A-R.com. Hey, go to Ad Anime Productions. Get your mail track. Right? Sign up for uh, Mocha University, Asaho Teps class. All right? On research methodology. Sign up Sign up for Wuja's class. All right? Metanetra class. Alright. Get everybody books. Sign up uh, to the group. Uh, Magi Archers group. For financial understanding. Big coins. He got his own coin. Hyro coin. Alright. We got Amaral Squad University coming. Dr. Oya Maya going to be teaching math. Sister Naya. Right. She's going to be teaching uh, um, psychology. And I'm going to be teaching evolution 101 baby. Y'all got to start supporting the real information, man. All right, so now we on the hunt again, right? Spears are flying, and the pseudos are crying. So I'm not calling Professor Cloud Williams pseudo. I respect the fact that he uses references and sources that we can look at, right? Plain and simple. So y'all go ahead with that. Let me finish reading here. So... Early forms of modern humans bearing anatomical similarities to modern humans, such as Cusent skull. Look it up. That's Q-A-F-Z-E-H skull. And they spell it S-K-H-U-L. People of Near Eastern might have been dispersed from Africa to Eurasia at that time. Okay? It said the authors speculate. Said, speculate that archaic homo sapiens sapiens, which you are not, right, could be responsible for the Creatura Macedon site. So there you have it. Alright. I've absolutely explained, okay, this 130,000 year old site. This is class two. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Make sure y'all support me. Abjuware.com. Go, you can also go to AmonRawSquad.com. Right, shout out to all the members. Shout out to Masa Clan Warriors. Uh, Brother Ben, uh, he's starting a journal. Okay, I forget the name of the daggone journal he's starting, man. So y'all can get that. All right, uh, he has two books. All right, uh, so we, let me see what I know. I got them right here. All right. Uh, got the books. 
All right. Iron goes to Africa. You can get them at the uh, bookstore, right? Black Dot Bookstore. Let me give you the address. The address is uh, 6984 Main Street, Athonia, Georgia, 30058. Uh, you can get these right here. Um, before I tap out, I want to go to uh, my section real fast, right? Well, did I, did I talk about Clyde Winner's book real quick? Let me do this real quick. Show you the Clyde, his table of contents, right? It says the All Max 1, Chapter 1, Chapter 2, Decipherment of the Futena Magna Bowl, right? That's a bowl. That's F-U-E-N-T-E, -E, right? Uh, then it's capital M-A-G-N-A -A, Bowl. Look at that. Uh, then you got Chapter 3, the uh, cuneiform writing of the, mm, the, the Futena Magna Bowl, right? Chapter 4, uh, the Poker. The Poktina inscription. I, I don't gotta read this book. Based off the table of contents, I know I gotta read this book. Got you, Clyde. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, look. Let me do this real fast. Let me go in this section real quick. Show you how we do. All right. I'm ending. I'm gonna end it with this. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know how we doing, right? All my magazines, journals, and all that. Y'all, I got sections everywhere. <sighs> Real quick here, y'all. <clears throat> all right. So right here, we got science. Journal science, right? A coastal route tracking the journey of the first Americans. Alright, this will segue us, segue us into our next class. I'm going to show you how the new available evidence is really talking about a ride with two of the Americas by boats down the coastline, right? So let me see on page 542, I believe. Yeah, 541, five, up. <laughs> I still got it. Alright, so we're right here, right? This says coastal connection. I don't know if y'all can see it. I see different sites going down the coast. Alright. Uh, just basically saying most archaeologists now think people arrived in Americas by boats about 14,000 years ago and hopped down the Pacific coastal and uh, a, gro a growing list of ancient coastal sites like these support the idea. You got pre-closed site, you got late coastal site, uh, you got partially cave that's on the coast near Canada. Uh, 14,300 years ago. You got Channel Islands, 13,000 years ago, right underneath for that. Getting close to Mexico right here, you got uh, Cedros, uh, the sea, Cedros Island, 12,600 years ago. And then you get to South America, you got uh, Hookah Pretena, and I know I'm, I'm normous pouncing it, that's, that, that, that's, that's Hakka, that's H-U, Hukacha, H-U-A-C-A, then you got uh, Prithia, that's P-R-I-E-T-H, P -R -E that's in South America. Then you got Chow, okay, um, at 14,500. So there you go, all going down the coast. Then you got the Lost Lands, right? It say before the ice glacier melted, uh, Cedars Island was connected to... The, the Beja Peninsula archaeologists suspect many early sites 
up and down the Pacific coast were lost beneath beneath the seas. That's all right here detailing this. It's all right, right here. So, man, y'all got to get the journal science, man. It's detailed. The arguments are all here, man. Um, listen, we no longer use the eyeball test. We're going to keep moving, man. Look, everybody support uh, the squad and the families, the Moss Clan Warrior, everybody in it. Um, so, you know, shout out to the sisterhood, first of all. That's Dr. Mayotte. Um, uh, Ad Ad Mady Productions. Uh, shout out to Sister Naya, uh, Voices of Fire. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Brother Ben. All right, that, that's the Black Panther. Shout out to Magi Archers and all his music and the Hyrule crew. You know what I'm saying? And this continued work and the cryptocurrency. You know what I'm saying? And then the Meta Nature. Uh, shout out to him and his book. Um, the Handbook for the Conscious Community. Right? Uh, you know y'all got to get my book, Chronology of Human Evolution. All right? And see, if y'all read the Chronology of Human Evolution, man, y'all wouldn't be having no questions. Y'all would understand why 130,000-year-old fine couldn't have been homo sapiens sapiens, man. Man, we did this for a reason. We knew these arguments was going to come up. All right? We just knew it. We understand that to be that. Right? Uh, shout out to uh, Wu Jai. Um, do I got any copies of this book? The Beginner's Guide to Meta Nature, and he's working on it now, but I don't handle more of that. Our brother Sahu's Teps works. Shout out to him. Brother Sun Jetty. Uh, shout out to him. Brother Nahisi, we wait on this book. You know what I'm saying? And most of all, man, make sure y'all support the Sardinetta TV Awards, man. And stop all that damn hate, man. Uh, shout, out, shout out to all the brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, that, you know what I mean, tend to gravitate more towards uh, the religious information, like the new age, new age information, you know what I'm saying, that we have classified as pseudo, right? We classify as pseudo because it's looked like science, but it's not science, man. Shout out to everybody, love, man. This is intellectual warfare, and we banging our intellectual guns. Black African power, man. Hey, I'm a raw squad up, man. Hey, get ready for class three. In class three, we're going to be dealing with, uh, let me see, real fast. Class three, we're going to absolutely be dealing with late Palestine human skeleton and mitochondrial DNA link paleo-Americans to modern Native Americans. Yeah. You know the ones that look like Africans. You know what I'm saying? And Australians. You know what I mean? The Polynesians. We're going to deal with that. So we on our game, man. Right? Waiting for all challenges. You know what I'm saying? We on our A game. All right? Black African power family.